Peace and blessings. Welcome back to the podcast, y'all. This is Bossy. It is 3.57 in the morning here in New Orleans, and I feel so good. I just took a sauna bath, and I'm still sweating. I feel so (laughs) good. I'm going to go take a quick cold plunge, head to the gym, and hopefully I come out of the gym as the sun is beginning to rise. I decided to shift my sleeping schedule back to what I call the night shift. I think clearer. I feel happier, more creative, and just more in my element. I have an easier time accessing a spiritual, magical state of mind when it is dark, when I'm under the cloak of darkness. So instead of fighting against that, I've decided to just allow that. I have done extensive mental work, okay, in manifesting precisely the right kind of lifestyle to support my natural rhythms, my personal natural rhythms, my desires, and the work that I desire to do. And it just seems like an awful waste to, you know, not that anything is ever wasted, but if I can do a thing, why not? If I can and it would be better for me, why not? The thing that made this option come back to mind was that I was feeling hazy, mentally muddled, unclear, hazy for days. And that for me is just, a mental state that I find intolerable. I can't stand to have a cloudy mind. I prefer high energy, high energy, mental clarity, mental sharpness, the ability to focus and to really be present to the moment and aware of what's happening so that I can, you know, swim in that gratitude that I like feeling, that abundance Uh, mindset, the abundant attitude and feeling. And when I'm hazy, mentally clouded, it's almost like I I can't see. (laughs) My mind's um, mental state really has a huge effect on my ability to be present and to witness what's happening around me. I'm me. This is my perspective. I live with this brain. So I don't know if this is just like a common thing. Y'all can tell me, you know, on Instagram in the comments, but I decided to do this thing for me and I wanted to jump on the mic to encourage you all Um, of one thing, and that is to ask yourself empowering questions. So I asked myself, what creates mental clarity? Like, what are the things that I'm doing? What are the things that I'm creating for myself environmentally, um, environmentally when I am most focused and alert and awake and mentally clear? And three things came up. I'm taking my vitamins. I take some really high quality vitamins. So I'm taking my vitamins. I am fasting. Fasting always does it for me. And I am awake at night. Those are the times when I feel 
my absolute clearest and absolute best. And the reason I wanted to to remind everyone here to ask yourself empowering questions is because I've had a few comments um, in with clients and readings this past week and on my page yesterday where people are saying, you know, I am struggling to remain consistent. I don't feel motivated to cast spells. I don't feel inspired to do the spiritual work. And, you know, when we are saying those things, like, I don't feel motivated. These, you have to understand, are affirmations. They are commands to your brain. It's okay to recognize those things, journal them out, recognize where you're where you are. But once you do that, it's really important for you to figure out where it is you would like to be. I would like to be consistent in my spiritual practice. I would like to um, have some regular processes, practices that I go into every day, every week. Um, under every full moon or under every new moon, like get clear within yourself about what it is you desire. Or you can ask yourself empowering questions such as, when am I most consistent and motivated in my spiritual practice? What are the environmental factors that I put in place to help support myself in this way? Um, and another thing that you can do is, some of y'all not going to like this. Mm. When I, <laughs> when I find that I am not consistent in the things that I actually want to be doing, 10 times out of 10, I am giving too much of my time, energy, emotional energy, <laughs> attention to things that do not require my direct involvement. I'm listening to people on the phone telling me their horrible dating stories. I'm generally spending too much time on the phone listening to people or talking with people, friends, um, scrolling on social media. Like I'm filling my time with things that I don't need to be doing, some things I don't want to be doing, okay? And... Last year and the beginning of this year really became important for me, for my own happiness, not even just my peace, not even just to protect my energy, but to be a happier me. I needed to let go of those relationships where gossipy conversations and woe is me, worry, and all these these various things that I'm not interested in that I don't personally practice and that I find extremely boring, I had to let go of those relationships where those kinds of things were central to the relationship, where those things were recurring and had been recurring for years. It just was no longer anything that I was willing to tolerate. And so I let go of a lot of stuff. And it created an incredible amount of space in my life. Now, when I have the space and I feel really a lot of gratitude, I'm not a person who responds or reacts to the reality of space as far as my time, my attention and my physical environment with feelings of loneliness. That's not how I react to that. I get really excited for space. 
<laughs> I like that I have the time to read my books, to annotate my books, to watch my shows, to work, to, you know, to shop online for new products, for um, looking up new recipes and researching witchcraft. Like I like that I have that time and that space with nobody talking to me, nobody interrupting me, nobody telling me about a fucking TikTok that they watched. I'm I'm 34. (laughs) I don't fucking care about the TikTok you watched. And yet I have people, you know, some guy on Tinder. I don't, There are a lot of people who care about those things. I want to look up some old recipes, some old, you know, some old oil formulas on the internet. That's what I want to do. So I I like the space. Um, So if you don't have space for it, you might consider giving yourself space. Just maybe reducing the amount of time that you're spending doing other things. I went to New York recently and I... Uh, watched my mother shop for her for a couple days and people were talking to me <laughs> which is not how I normally live my life I kind of do everything in my power to have people not talk to me <laughs> I'm just being honest um and they were telling me about these different shows like um one show was called Snowfall which I've never seen never heard of they were talking about one called Power, which I have heard of, but never seen. They were just like telling me about um, BMF, something about some guy on a thing called BMF. And I only remember BMF because of the song from Rick Ross, but something about some guy on BMF and some sex scenes. And I'm just like, this is what y'all talk about. I was like, this is how y'all connect with people. I don't care. So start to get real you know, clear within your mind about where you're wasting time and energy. And I think that, first of all, if you're a person who loves the BMF thing or, you know, power is your shit or these are your favorite shows ever in in the creation, the you know, in creation, (laughs) Um, whatever, if that's your interest, then that's your fucking interest. Then maybe couple that with some of the things you want to be doing. So let's say you love watching Snowfall and you really want to take some time to create a vision board for yourself. Pull up Pinterest on your computer, put Snowfall on the the whatever, the cell phone or on tablet and have Snowfall playing while you're creating your damn Pinterest board. You know what I mean? Couple the things you already like with the things you want to be doing. And then here's the last thing, no, last two things. The first thing is if you are judging yourself because your practice doesn't look like it has in the past or because it doesn't look like someone else's, we really have to stop doing that. Like you don't have to build crazy elaborate altars for just you. You know what I mean? Like some of the altars and things we see online, it's like these are community altars. People have paid hundreds of dollars to contribute to building this beautiful altar. People are doing these things because it's literally their job. Like, you know what I mean? You don't have to, you don't have to do that. In fact, I think it's, it's in exceedingly powerful if you create an altar space, a prayer space that is 
purely your own or just purely for you and your family, you and your children, and you keep the spiritual tools very simple, you know, very simple, like a vase of flowers, which is your earth and your water, and maybe a bowl of, you know, crystals or um, some incense there, you know, a tiny candle, you know, something that you can come back to again and again and keep it really simple, really clean, because if it's simple and clean, then you can keep keep it up much better. It's very affordable. You're not worrying about how much resources have to go into maintaining this. And the most important element of any altar is your physical presence, is you coming there to meditate and to pray. Another thing is, I've mentioned this a lot to my students, is coming off of the different gossip sites where you know everything and anything about hundreds of other people's lives who you'll never meet, you're not in a personal relationship with them, like maybe following less, listening less to what celebrities are doing. I think that celebrity culture is a major distraction in our world. And just figure out where you're wasting time. And here's the last thing. When we start to really understand what an immense privilege it is to practice our spirituality without someone trying to set us on fire. And when we recognize the incredible benefits and advantages we create for ourselves and our own energies with our minds, with our emotional um, states, what we do, like the benefits that it has on our health, on our work, on our money, then I really think that it will be easier for us to dedicate time to spiritual practice. So one of the things that I start my students out with, you might want to download and subscribe to my app. It is designed for you to come in there, watch videos, listen to recordings, read the articles, download you some PDFs, get your book recommendations and leave if you want to, take you some notes, listen to a couple prayers that I don't post anywhere else and get yourself together so you can practice some powerful magic. You might want to do that. But I start my students out with why even do this? Why are you practicing? You do not need to be constantly casting spells for things. I think that is definitely um, a result of social media the social media magical spaces, um, there's almost this feeling that even a pressure that I should be doing something. It's not necessarily true. You know, I tell them that practicing magic is not about, it's not just about getting what you want or casting spells. That is a small fraction of what we do. Um, a bigger thing that we do is your, you know, personal development, <laughs> your psychic development, training your mind, practicing lucid dreaming, you know what I mean? Like uh, developing some type of um, um, ancestral veneration practice, learning where you come from. Like there's spirituality and, and magic is, is so much more about discovering who you are, unleashing that, 
awakening that, activating it, and allowing it to flow through you than, you know, casting this spell, that spell. That is not the, you know, whole of what we do. Um, and, uh, yeah, so if you're not in a place where you need to be casting this and that spell, like I recommend that you do some consistent prosperity work, you know, <laughs> some floor washes, some spiritual baths. That's maintenance stuff, though, in my opinion. Um but if you're, you know, not in a season where you need to be casting a lot of spells, maybe your practice right now looks like gratitude and practicing an abundance mindset. Maybe you're, you know, very erudite uh, magician right now. You're reading the books, you're studying, you're researching, you're collecting information. You're, you know what I mean? You're going on little pilgrimages. Maybe that's where you are in your spiritual practice right now. My thought, my feeling is that a lot of you are doing way better than you think. You might just be judging yourself a little bit because you think it should look a certain way and because it may only look like affirmations in the shower right now and you don't understand how fucking amazing and powerful that is. You're judging yourselves. That's, that is my suspicion. Um, I could be wrong, but I hope that the suggestions and the ideas that I've shared in this quick podcast have been useful to you guys. I'm about to go to my level. I'm about to go practice alpha state, little meditation, little mental screen with Jose Silva. I've been recommending the Silva mind control method. Please get that book. It's not not even just the recording, like get the physical book. Like this is one you need to like write in the margins, highlight, put the little post-its in there, paper tags, like you going to destroy the books. It's like, get you a book, bro, Sib. Get your your book and read it and then do what Mr. Silva says. Peace and blessings to you. Have a beautiful Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever, whenever you listen to this. I love you guys so much. Talk soon. <laughs>